Thank you for joining us for this episode of Corks, Cruise, and Contracts. I'm Wyatt Wallace. And I'm Jennifer Hammer. And we have got a, um, a bow wow and meow meow <laughs> kind of an episode coming up today. But first, Jennifer, what are we sipping on? We are sipping on, I'm going to try it, Indaba. Indaba. Ooh, that sounds so, so Indaba in. Didn't sound country. <laughs> no. no. It's, very it's fancy. actually a red blend, and it is from South Africa. Oh, fun. Let's give that a try. It's strong. Yeah, the smell is sweet, but the flavor is strong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you want to make a bold statement by this one. Oh, well said. Indaba for your bold statement days (laughs) and nights. Licensed veterinary technician Emily Bacher has worked in the field of animal medicine for years, including emergency medicine and general practice. She's got the biggest heart for pets and has graciously agreed to share some amazing holiday and moving tips with us for taking care of our furry loved ones this season. Emily Bacher, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, of course. Thanks for having me. Man, so cool. All right, so I know that pets are a big part of a lot of people's lives. Mm-hmm. They've been a big part of my life before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, now I have I have uh, plants, but someday I'll, I'm sure I'll have a dog again. Yeah, they're and, the best. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's the holidays, and we want to know all the good things to do for our pets during the holidays. What would you say is the most important thing that someone should know right away that, you know? I think the most important thing is just to be prepared, whether it's for holidays or if you're moving or whatever, just keeping pets also a priority in your plans to keep them safe to keep them happy because the holidays are crazy and they're crazy for our pets too so you want to make sure they're comfortable and happy and safe i love it that is awesome (laughs) wow and you were talking about even things as far as like you know we're in real estate so people need to move uh, a job change, a family, uh, moving just for fun like like you did i guess coming to nashville yep Yep. i just (laughs) Picked up my cat and my dog and got on the road, and then here I was. <laughs> I just chose Nashville. <laughs> yeah. uh, and you were talking about how with cats, it's helpful to have a place where they can seclude themselves uh, when when things are the first few weeks in a new place. You're like, I gotta go, I gotta get away. Something that is familiar to me. Yeah. So cats are really sensitive creatures, and I think most people know that about them. Um, and so one of the things to help them cope with a move or with the holidays is when things get a little crazy and and there's too much change for them if they have a space where they can run to and hide where it's comforting for them and things are familiar then that's going to be great to have for them so if you're in a new house um, make sure one of the first things you do when you move in have everything accessible for them all their favorite toys and treats and beds and everything Find a little corner for them or a bathroom, put a little nightlight, a water fountain, something like that. Just something that's cozy and quiet and they can get away from all the bustle. So this may not be a thing, but I'm, I'm asking, you're the expert on this, so you tell me. Uh, and Wyatt and I don't don't have cats because we're allergic, so we're, we're more dog people, so right. I don't know. But my friend, when she moved to Nashville, she has a, well, she has several cats, uh, and she didn't want them to run away because apparently they try to go back to their 
old home or something if they go outside. Is that correct? I guess it depends on the cat. That's that's okay. definitely a possibility. I mean, some cats try to. Um, some cats never go outside, and some mm-hmm. cats try to bolt outside whenever they can. And mm-hmm. that also depends on if you let them go outside and then they come in, if they're indoor, outdoor, or they've been outdoor cats before and you've rescued them and they just want to get back outside. So it really depends on the cats. My cat, personally, he never tried to stray. Okay. If he did, he actually, he did try twice, but he didn't leave the yard because he was too spooked. And this was in our new house. Okay. So he, I personally have never had... Um, an issue with that but I have heard of some people so just know your cat know their behavior and be extra vigilant with the doors if they are one that tries to bolt she she took the litter box and would empty it like around the house so they so the the cat could smell that Mm -hmm. was like his home yeah that makes sense yeah anything that (laughs) anything that is you know like a familiar scent familiar items is going to make them it's going to make it easier on them just because okay. it's going to make it feel a little more home, homey. Just like when you travel, if you bring something from home that makes you feel just a little bit more comfortable, I think that they're the same way. So I so, uh, just put old socks around the house so I know it's my place next time. Yeah, good? perfect. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, great. Oh my gosh. Great. Um, something, speaking of like making your pets comfortable, something you do for your dogs they have their own bedroom yes, with twin beds <laughs> and a camera and yeah. a nightstand and <laughs> yeah it's posh yeah no i um so it started because i i've seen too many things of animals getting into things and um i'm a super paranoid dog mom just because of everything that i've seen so i knew that i wanted them to be contained when i wasn't there to watch them but I didn't want them to be in a crate as much as possible. And so this is the first house we had an extra bedroom. And so I was like, Matthew, we are having a bedroom for our dogs. And he was on board with it. And so I built these little wooden beds for them. And um, they have a little mini nightstand that I made out of a little shelf and has a picture of them together. And it's really cute. And it's, it's definitely their own bedroom. They have a closet where it's like a station. I can keep all their medications, their clothes, everything that I need for them right there. It keeps the clutter out of the house and it's just a designated designated space for them. And um, it's comforting for them. They love going to their room. I'll say, <laughs> when we go to leave the house, I'll say, all right, go to your room. They'll run and they each chose their beds and they never stray from their own beds <laughs> unless they go and snuggle with each, other, with each other, which is really cute. But yeah, I have a camera. I can check on them whenever I'm gone and they'll just be snoozing and it's, it's perfect. So if you can do that, it's a, it's a great option. And it's cute to look at too. Right? That's so great. Can we see a picture of that? Oh yeah. Excellent. We'll, we'll be sure to put that on the website. <laughs> so for anybody else that wants to ha- dedicate a room. Yes. Yes. We will show that. Thank you. Yes, of course. Because it sounds like... Uh, um, Pet, pet lover dog. Oh gosh, what is that? Goals, relationship goals, but not. I just hashtagged in the air. <laughs> pet owner goals. Pet owner goals. It's not as catchy. We'll come it up isn't. with something. Yeah. Wyatt and his hashtags. I am <laughs> trying to be the master of hashtags. But, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, I know that you've had Max for a while. Mm-hmm. Max. Uh, uh, He's fantastic. Go ahead. Talk Who's about Max? Max. 
Max is my Pomeranian Papillon mix. He is um, about seven and a half now. I got him um, when I was 19 and when I was in college. Um, and so he's been with me these seven and a half years. And he is so sweet and loyal and stubborn. And their personalities are so <laughs> funny. Um, and so we've gotten to know each other so well. You know, he's my little baby. And um, <laughs> So yeah, I got him when I was in college in Indiana, mm -hmm. and so yeah, he's been with me through everything. Wow. And where did you get your love of animals and being able to, you know, have them part of your life so much? I think it's one of those things when you look back, it's something that's just a part of you. Like I've, I can't think of like a particular time that I was like, oh yeah, I'm interested in animals. Like it's something that was just a part of me. Um, but I do remember that when I was nine years old. Um, I called around to all the different shelters and clinics in my area to see if I could volunteer and oh. work with them. And most people blew me off, like, who is going to have a nine-year-old come on board? But there was this <laughs> sweet woman named Donna, and she um, she took me on, and she had me work at her kennel every Saturday for, like, two to, th two to three hours. Um, and I did that for two years. And so, I mean, I did all the dirty work because, you know, that's where you start. And um, it was great. It was great. And so I definitely had that love my whole life, but that was my first kind of working atmosphere of working with animals. Um, and then it just stuck with me ever since. That's so cool. Yeah. You really knew early. Yep, I did. Networth Realty of Nashville is growing wealth in Tennessee by providing people across the Nashville metropolitan area with the tools and expertise they need to succeed in the residential real estate market. Their specialists understand the ins and outs of Nashville and are experts at locating undervalued properties in the city's most desirable neighborhoods. That's Networth Realty of Nashville, 615-823-2777. Prepare for the experience of a life change. Um... I know about pet insurance. Is that a thing? It is a thing. A okay. lot of people, when I say get pet insurance, a lot of people say, is that a thing? And it 100% is. Okay. It's a little different than human insurance. Um, you know, you don't go to the vet and pay a copay. It's not like that. There, You don't have to find a vet that takes your insurance. It's a reimbursement type of deal. Oh. So you find a company. There are so many of them now. Um, there used to just be a few... Um, but now you can find a lot of them if you you can bundle with your car insurance um, I know I think progressive offers one and um, So look at whatever insurance providers you have what? and they probably have a pet insurance option now yeah. You know you want to look at all the different things your deductibles your premiums all that what they cover but um, definitely do your homework on that because when I used to work in emergency medicine, it was so heartbreaking when people would have to choose between funds and mm -hmm. what they could do for their animal. Mm. Um, it was really, really tough to watch that. And if people get pet insurance when they're young, there's no pre-existing conditions. Um, there's, you know what I mean? Like you have a puppy, get the insurance. Get it, you can get the insurance for older pets too because that's great to have. Um, but the time that I recommend is when you get a new puppy. Definitely one of the first things you do when you're preparing for a new puppy, also get the pet insurance. Um, it, you know, there's a lot of unexpected costs with pet ownership, and they could run around in the yard, tear their ACL, and then, you know, that's a couple thousand dollars right there that you have to do stuff with. So um, 
You heard that, folks. It's not just the NFL. It's yeah. also your yard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Dogs, dogs run crazy. They're not thinking about how they have to protect protect themselves. They just want to chase that ball or that squirrel. So so pet charts is very handy. And, you know, if they eat a sock and that sock, oh. you know, it gets stuck in there, you got to go in and get it. And that's really expensive. So, so pet insurance can really help people out. Definitely recommend that. It's safe. It's safe. Saved me some money. I had a dog for 14 years, and it definitely Yorkie poos get more ear infections oh, for sure. and uh, some skin allergies. It it got really expensive, but insurance did help at times. Yeah, I mean, even with the um, ear infections, like you said, mm-hmm. it becomes a chronic thing for some dogs, mm-hmm. and you know that adds up over a long period of time. And so, if you have that pet insurance, then you know, you can use that for it. So every plan is different. So just do your homework, but I will always recommend it. Mm-hmm. Something, uh, going back to like moving with pets, something my pet used to always do is <laughs> when I would move, she would follow me in and out of the house every time I would take a box to the truck. Mm-hmm. And then after she got tired, she would go sit in the front of my car until we were ready to leave because she, I guess she thought, now she should have never thought this because as many times as I moved with her, she should have known she was going, but she would go sit in the front seat and just, and would not get out. Like she, it did Aww. not matter how long it took to load up the truck to leave until we drove off. Even, you know, I'll try to take her to the bathroom or whatever before we got on the road. No, like we're, you're not leaving me. I'm right here in the car. Oh, how sweet. So mm-hmm. is there anything you recommend doing like during the move pro doing during the move process to kind of is it better to have them with friends during that time or just like I did make them comfortable in the car and and just <laughs> know they're yeah. okay I think it depends on everyone's situation where if you're moving if you're moving in your like down the road or something mm-hmm. Then yeah, you know, see if someone can stay with them and keep them there so they're not in the midst of everything if they don't have to be. And then you mm-hmm. can just bring them to your setup home, ready to go, and then you don't have to worry about them. Because I mean, it is a lot when there's moving trucks and people going in and out of mm-hmm. the house. You really want to make sure that while somebody who's helping you move is bringing a chair in, your dog's not slipping out underneath, and you don't and you don't know that. Mm-hmm. So definitely. Just make sure they're safe at all times is the biggest thing. So I, when I moved to Nashville, I had my dog and my cat in the car with mm-hmm. me. And then one of the first things we did was, you know, let them run around, let them walk because they were part of the whole five-hour journey here too. <laughs> and then um, we put them up in a closed, quiet room while mm-hmm. we did all the moving. So we know they're contained, we know they're safe, and we can do the move. And then they can come down and explore. So. Okay cuts down on the anxiety and yeah for sure the last thing you want to worry about is you know one of them slipping out or not knowing where they are or anything mm-hmm. great thank you yeah <laughs> you, there's so much with uh different foods and um different plants that are around during this time of year yeah definitely you were mentioning some things that you should uh, that people should look out for when um having them around their pets absolutely so i i recommend just day to day knowing what household, <clears throat> excuse me, I recommend knowing what household toxins you may have around. Mm-hmm. Um, there's lists online that can tell you what chemicals are, can be unsafe, um, what foods, 
what plants, there's a ton of them, but especially during the holidays, when you have people coming over, they might bring you a, a gift for a party, um, chocolate, sugar-free gum, um, anything with xylitol in it, which is in most sugar-free gums. Uh, I know a lot of people use those as stocking stuffers. Um, yeah, chocolate's always around during the holidays, and so if you are, you know, having a couple glasses of wine, not paying attention to what your dog is doing, he might be exploring in the stockings if you leave them around, or um, cats can get on counters and get into things, chewing on poinsettias, which can be toxic, and so that's a very common holiday plant. So lilies are a, a big one, so just um, always make sure, I, I tell whenever people come over, I always have to scan and see what they bring and make sure it's like having like a toddler. You always have to keep them in mind no matter what you're doing. And you have a, a little bit of a Christmas story. Oh, yes. So <laughs> I bring my dogs home with me every holiday. And I always joke with my mom because her house, she doesn't have pets. And mm -hmm. so I always end up bringing my, my pets. And I'm like, they're going to be great. They're going to be super well behaved. It's not going to be a problem. And every year something happens. And a couple years ago, she had a bowl of chocolates, and the first thing I did when I walked in is we put it up high on a shelf and put heavy books on top of the bowl so we knew that the dogs couldn't get into them. We come home, somehow they knocked it off the shelf, <laughs> and there was just wrappers everywhere. Luckily, it was milk chocolate, and so it wasn't as bad, but we did have to take them both to the emergency vet because we didn't know who was the culprit between the two of them. Oh. And so, you know, that was an expensive bill, but we had to make that happen. So that, that happened. And then last year was the worst. Um, we had put Christmas sweaters on the, our two boys. And uh, Noodles, my miniature dachshund, went under my mom's deck close to the house where we can't get to him. And because dachshunds follow scents. And that's one thing that you have to be weary of of any scent dog is like, if they smell something, they're going to go for it. And so he went under the deck. And then we heard him just like crying so loudly and we couldn't get to him. And he was stuck under there for uh, at least 45 minutes, maybe an hour. And I was panicking, it was freezing. It was, there was snow everywhere, it was so cold. And he was scared, you could tell he was scared. And so we ended up breaking my mom's deck, like breaking the wood of the deck and pulling it up to try to get to him. And we still couldn't get to him because there was another bit under the deck that we still couldn't get to and I tried calling the fire department and they're like no we can't help you and I was thinking like the cat in the tree you know yeah. how they, you know <laughs> but yeah I was just trying everything and we tried throwing food under there but he couldn't get out and eventually he just walked out on his own but he didn't have his sweater on anymore so we think he got caught on a nail on like his sweater got stuck and he couldn't get out um, so that was a very stressful Christmas. <laughs> so um, that's just another reason why I just want to make sure everyone pays attention to their animals during the holidays um, because they can get into all sorts of trouble despite what you may be <laughs> expecting or the, your best efforts. Make sure you know where the emergency vets are in case you need them. Um, if they have clothing on, make sure they can't get stuck anywhere. You know, the things that you wouldn't think of um, can happen. So we... We always have an eventful Christmas with them, always. So did you find out which one ate 
the chocolate, or was it both? Oh, no, it was noodles. And, <laughs> and we had to induce vomiting for them to get it all up, you know? And so they both had to go through that, and Max looked so pitiful, and I felt so bad <laughs> because he was a good boy. And I figured that he would have at least, if he wasn't the main one, I figured he would have at least, like, got some of the benefit of it and <laughs> ate some of the chocolate, but he didn't eat any. He was such a good boy and I felt so bad. <laughs> That's what you have to do, you know? We can't tell who did it. Noodles so. is a troublemaker. <laughs> oh, Noodles is the biggest troublemaker, but he's like the biggest sweetheart ever. So, yeah, their personalities are so funny. The differences between the two of them, they're great. Real estate investors looking for a quick close and no appraisals? reach out to Mike Brady at PropertyRecycle.com. They are a large private equity firm with that personal touch. Property Recycle offers an easy online application, no appraisal requirements, and can close within five days. Ditch your slow, expensive lender and get the money you need today. Call Mike Brady at 615-806-7500. Again, that is 615 615- 806-7500 or visit propertyrecycle.com. Is there anything we haven't asked you that would be one more tip or two to give people? Um, when you're moving into a new house, um, just get the lay of the land. Make sure if you have a fenced in yard that there's no holes in the fences. Mm-hmm. That's one of the first things we did when we moved in. Um, there were some holes in our fence, so we had to patch them up. If you live um, in an apartment with a balcony, make sure that if you have a little dog, the holes between the balcony fence Rail, yeah, railing, the, uh, make sure that they're not too big. You can use chicken wire. Just make sure safety is, is on your mind mm-hmm. for your pets too. Um, our landscaper left our gate open mm-hmm. and noodles took off because it's on the side of the house you can't see it when you open up the back door mm-hmm. and so we it was one of the scariest moments ever again noodles being my troublemaker <laughs> <laughs> we're chasing them around the neighborhood um but yeah we had to patch up all the holes make sure the gate is always shut and now our landscaper knows to never leave that open and so um just make sure in your new house they didn't leave behind any traps or rat poison or anything that might be out um just do a scan like you would um baby proof a house just make sure you animal proof a a house too there's one more thing that really uh, breaks my heart when i see it during the holidays and if you don't mind touching on it to see how maybe it can save one pet from going through this a lot of times people like to give pets as gifts for Christmas, yeah, and then you see they end up at the shelter because maybe they didn't, it didn't, the personality didn't fit or something with their home, or whatever the reason. I hate to see that. So, is there anything you could recommend or just say to to kind of help with that? Yeah, absolutely. This you're right. This time of year, everyone's feeling the compassion for others, for animals, and. The first thing they just, oh, you don't have a home? I want to give you a home. Mm-hmm. Or um, you would be a great gift for so-and-so. I know they really want a dog. Um, but you really have to make sure that mm-hmm. this is something that you would do if it wasn't the holidays as well. Mm-hmm. This is a decision that you've already thought about. This is a lifelong commitment, of their lifelong commitment. Mm-hmm. They're with you for, for as long as their lifetime. 
And this is something that you also wanna make sure that the recipient of the gift is totally on board with, even if it's not the type of dog that they want. You know, if, mm-hmm. they, if you know they really want a dog and they're ready for a dog, and you get them a little dog, but they've always wanted a big dog. You know, even that can be something that, you know, can risk having an, a dog end up back in a shelter or a cat. Um, so just make sure that this is a decision that you would make regardless. Because, you know, it is such a beautiful, fun thing. Mm-hmm. So you can totally give a, a, a puppy as a gift, especially for kids. Like if the parents have made the decision, they know what they want. They know that this is going to be a thing and then make it as a gift for the holidays. You know, make sure the puppy's safe and keep them in a room and not in a box. Um, but, but it's still something that you can do just as long as you make sure that it's something you would have done normally. Contracts. Podcast.